what's up, people? What's up, what's up? Him and her talk, DJ LP here. DJ Trey Nice. And we are him and her DJ, get familiar. It is episode six. Definitely six. And we have an amazing guest coming today. We got a dope, dope, dope guest, man. Uh, I like to say how he's a Grammy Award nominated and winning producer, DJ, entrepreneur, author of books. Father, husband, 75 million records sold, Clinton Sparks. Yes. Along with his wife, Juliana Sparks. They're gonna be here, um, be with us, you know, just shooting the shit, relationship talk, music talk. We're gonna get a little spicy with the relationship talk, maybe a little bit. Um, and it's Super Bowl Sunday. And it's Super Bowl Sunday. I wanna say Team Tampa Bay Buccaneers on this side. I mean, listen, you can never count Brady out in the Super Bowl, so, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So, and shout yes. to the weekend yes. for the halftime show. The halftime show was amazing. Um, it wasn't the best, because let me say, I've actually seen a weekend in concert, and that show he gives is kind of dope. It was it was doper than the actual halftime show, which is crazy. How can you ever say that someone's regular performance in a regular stadium is better than a halftime show? But he's going to do a lot of shit, so... Well, listen, hey. I like the young the weekend. Listen. <laughs> You know, shout to him for even having the opportunity to do the halftime yes. show. So shout it's to him. Black History Month, and what better way to have a black artist for Super Bowl? This is a major thing. There were many, there were many artists, but the yes. weekend is the is a very uh, uh, versatile artist. So he has definitely know, crossed over into the pop world exactly. and has done amazing. So, so. I commend him. Congratulations on yes. the halftime show. Yes. Um, yes. It definitely is Black History Month, mm-hmm. so you know. Um, Shout out to the Queen Bee. Beyonce should be dropping her new Ivy Park collection, another collection. All of them have been dope. All of the drops so far, and this time she even got Gucci Man. Gucci Man or Young Jeezy? Jeezy. She got Gucci Man? Yes. Okay. Right, you said, you know. <laughs> Gucci Man in the campaign as well. So Snowman is so. not the Gucci Man. I know that. Okay. But they both icy nonetheless. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, and, and another way, you know, to kick off Black History Month is, is that, that I find is dope. Um, Nick Cannon is back. Yes. Shout out to Nick Cannon. With Wildin' Out. Yes. He is back as the host of Wildin' Out. So we look forward to some new episodes of Wild Now. Um, I've missed it. I have to. I, I actually haven't. I haven't even watched VH1 since they took off even the reruns. So. Oh no, I've been watching my show. Well, that's you. You watch all that reality corny <laughs> shit. Like, unless it was Martin, and I don't even think Martin is on there now. But. Yeah. yeah no, it was on MTV. MTV. That's MTV. All right, so well, uh, VH1. I wasn't watching it because I was only watching while and I was on VH1. So <laughs> that was off, and now I'm, I'm happy that you know they've come to an agreement. You know what's crazy? Silent told that Watchmen and Watchmen and he got arrested for murdering his cousin. That's insane. 
name. Well, this is what happens when you don't have nothing else to do. There ain't nobody else in their name oh, happening no more. There's, no, there's not. There's mad new, like, there's mad I, new dances, mad new TikToks. Can and I just still play this for the kids? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. Because that is the, I'm sorry, as a DJ, that is the, like, the kid banger. Like, I could definitely put that on at any kid party. Yeah. And definitely get all the kids. Sometimes, well, sometimes now, now they Corvette, Corvette. Oh, well, yeah. So, but, you know, and, um. It's a classic. You know, hopefully, hopefully we'll that goes right. I don't wish jail on nobody, so you know, hopefully that goes right for homie, and you know, figure it out. Maybe, maybe, maybe make another song. Maybe, maybe it's a new dance or something. Maybe you know who I'm about to rob though? Um, Lil Uzi got a 24 million dollar pink diamond on his forehead. <sighs> I'm gonna smash that shit. So I'm just joking. I'm just confused. Though. I'm just confused on why though. Like why? Uh, why? No, like, why no. get a, a diamond I mean, implant? But you in your gotta say, hand? no one has ever done that. I think niggas do too many drugs. Well, besides the drugs. No, I just uh, think that's what it is. I think niggas just do too many drugs and they just don't have nothing to do with themselves. Like, yeah. It's just. He said weird he still shit. came for the shit. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, because his, yeah. his net worth is maybe 24 million. Yeah, I know. I mean, well, so, now it is. No? Because technically nah, he has a diamond. Nah. When he if pays you it for it, yeah, when you pay it off, then you got it. But, you know, hey, I think his net worth is like 16 million or something like that. Net worth? I, yeah, yeah. But, 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 but then in there, but then in there, I can't, I can't say, you gotta understand the business side of things. So, yeah. you know, his net worth might be just what he has as little Uzi. Yeah. And it's not probably counting, it's definitely not counting any businesses or anything that he uh-huh. might have in a company name or whatever the case may be so you know maybe he can't afford it maybe well all we know is that he's still paying for it and it has been bleeding you know out there i mean it's an implant yes in the middle of your forehead so, it is I mean, so difficult to watch but i mean hey listen shout out to you bro yeah if um, you want to be different you're different now i don't know why you just didn't get a hologram chip put in your head so when you know you can speak like, to people. Like yeah, like like you can speak like like you could you can speak to people in their house. You could just you know. For twenty four million, yeah, probably could have just put the phone in your head. Yeah, press your phone and answer phone calls. I don't know. Yeah. Like, hey. Well, Kodak Black is home. I mean, yeah. Shout out to Kodak. That G shit. That G shit. Can I hear some new music though? Yes, I'm sure you're gonna drop something. Rowdy, Rowdy came home ready. He came early, home ready. He came early, home ready, early. ready. You know, and you know, shout to them. Shout to all of them that got, got, got free, got the party. Lil Wayne, Kodak Black, Rowdy Rebel came home. Yes, yes. You know, not off the, not off of Trump, but you know, I think Trump should have definitely parted um, um, Bobby. Well, talk about Trump. He got some legal, legal issues. His they ain't got and no the impeachment shot. is coming up in like a week. Cause they don't got no chance to win. That's insane. They don't got no chance Imagine to win. you have court and your your lawyer just like ah nah, and then your whole because you gotta say your team because he got a lot of lawyers. They don't have no chance to win. Ugh, it's crazy. I, I'm look. I'm watching this whole shit unfold with him with popcorn. Like I just want to see and I want to laugh. I'm not even watching it. It's not even entertaining to me anymore. Like. It's over for you, kid. I mean, that's karma. It's karma. It's over for you, kid. Like, this is what happens when you try to start the Civil War. Wow. Well, or all over again. But we good, though. I got some news for NYC. Shout out Jada Kiss. Uh, he is the voice for MTA COVID announcements. So when you're on the bus and the train, 
That would be. Yeah. Like, like you. I'm coughing. <laughs> like, watch how you cough. Watch like, you, you cough. Like, watch. Like, yeah. I just think that's major. Like, I, I, I mean, wish my voice was used for something as big of a scale as I mean, an MC. Hey. You know how many times the train goes boom, boom, and the and the bus. Thirty-two times. Yeah. <laughs> so, shout out to the comedian. Woo. Yeah, the comedian. Woo, shout out to him. That means um, you can't do that joke nowhere else, now, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah. What else is going on? This silhouette challenge is driving me crazy. I don't want to see it no more. <sighs> like, go away. I'm tired of every time I scream. It was down sexy my... at first, and then it just became annoying. And then there's some funny ones out there, but like, let's let's. I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired of seeing the busted challenges. I'm tired of seeing the silhouette challenges. Oh, yeah, like, can challenge we start with the challenges? Please. Challenge somebody to read a book. You know who else is over shit? She just wrote officially single on her page. Damn, what happened to the baby? It ain't her baby. Yellow though. bone is not what he wants. Yeah, he gonna be with the next yellow joint. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> oh, but no, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. It wasn't her. Like she, she Dominican. No, she probably crazy. All that is yeah, crazy. So don't yeah, get it twisted. Nah, but she's Dominican though. So I think Dominicans are a little bit more crazy than Puerto Rican. Oh, uh, we're talking about the levels of shit now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, come yeah. On. yeah. Well, Latin any, is anytime, crazy. anytime when there's voodoo involved or, oh, or, or brujaria and all that stuff, whenever that's so involved. You're telling me there's no Puerto Rican brujas? Yeah, but it's there? not. No, but it's oh, not. Okay. It's not as. It's not as common. Um, not as common. But, you know, I, yeah, I, I think Dominican women are a little bit more crazy than Puerto Rican women. Puerto Ricans act, Puerto Rican women, most Puerto Rican women act crazy. Mm. Act crazy. But, you know, when the strong women arm Women are the just law, crazy. When the, when the strong arm come down, they're like, oh, oh, oh. You know who's strong arm in the law? Queen Latifah in this new show, The Equalizer, yes. that's coming on. Yes, 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 yes. Queen. I'm I gotta watch to, it. I'm watching it. As soon as we, as soon as we wrap up, I'm watching it. Yes, yes. You yes. know, back Tune on my in. fire stick. Shout out to Amazon. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, um, there were some good commercials for the Super Bowl. Falcon and Winter Soldier coming out with a show. That's, that's actually, is it a series? No, it's a movie. Series. Movie? Yeah, it's a movie. I'll double check my, my I'll talk to my team though and get it right. Yeah, we'll <laughs> I believe it's a movie. I definitely believe it's a movie. And I just hope it's better than Wanda and Vision. Wanda Vision. Wanda Vision been getting good. You better stop falling asleep, son. Because <laughs> that should be Shout out to everybody that watches Wanda Vision. Um, that, that show is really getting into like the first three episodes. I was like, what the fuck is this? But it's really getting good. So definitely catch up with that. And new series, Clarice, which if you've ever watched Silence of the Lambs, uh, is definitely going to be a new series. So I want to watch that. You know why I want to see it? Because I want to see who plays Hannibal Lecter, and I want to see how well they play Hannibal Lecter. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. We definitely going to catch up on that. Um, but new in music. Listen to music talk. The, the only thing different to me is the beat. Mm-hmm. It's the same, the same chorus. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, uh, whoever was writing, 
probably took it. I'm not going to say it. To, to my to my knowledge, Cardi B writes her own lyrics. Lyric. So, uh-huh. but it is uh, what it is. It is what it is. But whoops, whoops. at the end of the day, I like the song because it, it's entertaining. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we'll see how that unfolds. I actually like both of them. To be um, honest with you, that new Pusha album is doing numbers. It's like number one right yeah. now. Shiesty season. So shout out to him. Uh, shout out to our, to our guy, DJ Drewski. Yes. He's working on his album. Drewski! Drewski, seat at the table. So he got some tracks coming out. So make sure you, he will be with us shortly. So yes. 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 stay tuned for that. And then I'm nine. Just, I'm, yeah. Oh, he dropped a new track. I know there was a controversy with Flex playing it, talking about it's hot, but I would never rock it. Tell me, I do want to hear from you guys. What do you feel about 6 9 coming back with more music? I want, but, but see, this is the thing. I want you people to, like, be, be real with yourself. Yeah, just like, like... just be real with yourself. Yeah. Like, take all everything outside. Take, take everything... The bullshit take aside. the bullshit aside, Do you like right? the track or not? Take the bullshit aside, right? Do you like the actual records? Yeah. Because before the bullshit... He's giving you the same music he was giving you, but you niggas was jumping around in the club going crazy when he heard You it. were jumping around to his music. And you were. I Trust me. We've I've, seen we've it. Been, we've been, we seen DJ. It. So we've seen it firsthand. Some of the biggest thugs and all that stuff jumping around. If it was dance music, you'd be dancing to it. But mm. we're not going to say nothing about that. Now, Opinion-wise, 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 if it, if he personally is it somebody you can deal with, all right, cool, can't deal with him. But if his music is good, you might not play it or listen to it around people. All right, cool, it is what it is. Like it's a, it's, it's 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 good. But I'm not gonna discredit music because I don't like the person making the music. Yeah. Like that typically makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I understand, but people are very uh, strict with their beliefs. Yes. And they'd be like, yeah, this person, just like, you know, when people said about the R. Kelly, he did this, so I no longer could be a fan. Like, I have to walk away. But if a nigga in the street snitch and you see him and he got on a fly jacket, I'm not going to say his jacket is wet. That's a fact, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like it's just levels to the bullshit. Like, bandwagon after bandwagon after bandwagon. People need to start... Really thinking for themselves and moving on their own on their m- mindset. Yeah. Like I'm gonna keep it a bill with you. Like six nine snitched, right? Yes. A lot of niggas is locked up behind six nine. But it's becoming to where it's popular now. Yeah. It is. It is what the youth are doing, or or, or that generation is doing. Yeah. You have generations. That do different things. Yeah. I would. My generation is a generation where see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's my generation. It's not the same this generation. And and, and it, it might be. It's horrible. It's just disgusting. But at the end of the day, this is what's gonna come. You're not gonna change it. No. You're not gonna change it. You can't bring back real lyricism in hip hop. Now. You're not gonna change it. It's just not happening. So it's just like you, you sit there, you stick on your own principles and your own on, on your own terms or whatever the case may be, and let them do what they do. Yeah. You 
You know what I'm saying? You try to raise your family with them, them, them principles, them morals, them, them beliefs. Everybody's not gonna be you. I feel like the six nine debate is gonna be a debate forever because you have people that are on one side, like he snitch. I don't care what the fuck he drops out, comes out with. It, I'm never gonna bang with him. And then there's some that's open minded, like you know what? If those circumstances were me, I would have snitched on these people because they did X, Y, and Z to me. I don't give a fuck no more. I have no more loyalty to them, and it is what it is. So. I just feel like I just want to see how it unfolds and how he progresses and continues as an artist from yeah. this point. Like back in the days, like back in the days when people snitch, people got killed for snitching, but they got killed by the organization. Yeah. Not somebody random. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, now you you somebody random don't even have no no ties to anybody within the situation that got knocked, and you do harm to six nine. You get no points for that. You're just another fool that I mean, threw his life away for somebody else's issue. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you know, we as a people need to start thinking for thinking. I just want to say one myself. thing. He did say, I was off the gram and y'all was bored and I know y'all missed me. Like, <laughs> it just is what it is. Like, you don't have to be He knows a fan he's entertainment, though. He knows he's entertainment. I'm not telling. Uh, and he I'm, knows that he's going to be talked about. And by this all means, I'm not telling anybody to be a fan of Six Nine. Mm-hmm. No, don't be. If you feel if you feel that you can't be a fan of him, don't be a fan of him. Simple as that. But you, we do not run this country. Yeah. We don't run this country. White people and the people that back Six Nine, Six Nine like that are the people that run this country. So at the end of the day, if they rock with it, they gonna rock with it. Yeah. And it's gonna be a whole lot of people that rock with it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, fall back and just like <laughs> chill. Like. Well, well, we cannot wrap up music talk without speaking to our major music guest. I want to shout out Clinton Sparks and his wife Juliana. Welcome them to him and her talk. Let's get them on with us right now. You know, we have Clinton Sparks, world, ra- world renowned. I love that drop. I swear I love that drop. Yes. Clint Sparks and his wife, Juliana Sparks. Yeah. Hello. How are you doing today? Hello. Hello. She got the louder applause than I did. <laughs> yes. She's the star behind the star. She is the star behind the star. So. I mean, literally. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for on. coming. For him and her talk. Uh, if anyone is like, I don't know, been under a rock for the past decade. Most uh, people are under rocks. <laughs> uh, please let them know a little bit about yourself. I mean, as they can see, on look at Behind the plaques. Behind you, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that just says a lot. Uh, it shows a lot. I guess I have to do the saying. Um, so uh, Grammy-nominated, multi-platinum producer, songwriter, DJ, sold over 75 million records. Um, uh, man, a lot. Uh, I was P Diddy's tour DJ. I helped Eminem launch Shade 45. Um, I helped build the, the world's biggest mixtape website called mixunit.com. Uh, I'm leading the intersection between music and gaming. Um, bringing people like Offset, Sway Lee, Pitbull, DJ Paul, Yo Gotti, all these people into this new wave of gaming. Um, I worked with everybody from Rick Ross to Two Chains to Big Sean to T.I. to Snoop Dogg to Ludacris, Akon, Pitbull, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, 
you name it. I worked with them and, and did records with them. Um, I, I finally discovered DJ Snake, introduced yeah. him to Little John. We did Turn Down for What. Um, man, I've just been somebody that's been shaping and shifting culture for over 15 years now. Get familiar. Yes, get familiar. Get familiar. Uh, get and familiar. Author yes, of this book, I wrote a new book, How to Win Big in the Music Business. My boy Damon John, Fubu, or as you youngins may recognize him from Shark Tank. Uh, yes. He wrote he wrote the foreword, and this is the quintessential book to help navigate you to winning big in the in today's music business. Get familiar. No bullshit. No scams. It's just like, yo, this is the dope shit you should be doing. And here's the whack shit you should stop doing. And it's all in this book. Verbatim. He's like, stop doing that whack shit. Like, <laughs> right, the book. Right. I mean, look, a lot of people have been misled, misinformed, and misguided over the years. Even when I was coming up, you know, a lot of people, it's a doggy dog industry, man. And like, people just trying to get money. Uh, so, you, you know, and, and I, and I watched it coming up and I used to hate it. And I used to watch, I'm like, oh, this dude's trying to scam me right now. Or, oh, this dude feeling himself cause he's on top right now. Watch when he falls off. And they're like, and it happens all the time. I mean, I watch artists come and go all the time because they don't have the right tools. They don't have the right team. They don't have the right education. They don't know, uh, the things that they shouldn't, they shouldn't be doing in the music business. And it's even worse now. Cause now it's like, there's a, such a low entry point to get into it. At least back in the day, you had to find the right A&R, the right label executive or the right DJ, uh, to, to put their finger on you. Be like, yeah, he's the one now. Like it's just so oversaturated with like so much crap. But the good thing is there's so much great too. Uh, it's just hard to sift through to find the great. And this book will help you stand out and let people see your greatness. I also like the, you go through the mindset you previously had and what you had to do to kind of change that mindset. Speaking about like, you felt like you weren't good enough to be in the same room or considered for certain things. And you have to stop thinking that because obviously you there for a reason. They're requesting you. They think well, that skills are dope. Well, yeah. I mean, I think you're referring the very first line in the book says the biggest mistake I made was thinking that people, uh, uh, more successful than me must be doper than me. Yes. Uh, and it's just not the case. Uh, but if you, if you think that way, you, you, it's a trap uh, that'll, that'll hinder you from excelling forward. So yeah, I, I basically like, look, you can't put an old head on young shoulders, right? So you need somebody with experience, somebody that's taken the hits, someone that's taken the losses, someone that had tremendous wins uh, to show you what to look out for and what to avoid and the emotions that you're going to have to endure and, and how to regulate them and not act on them in a way that can negatively affect you uh, from, from succeeding and moving forward. So this book is really like teaches you the psychology that you, so you can completely dominate uh, in, in the music business, but not even just the music business, even though it says how to win big in the music business, it really teaches you how to be successful in any business, including your own personal relationships like him and her. Yes. yes. Thank you. Very <laughs> thank you, motivational. Thank you. Thank you. Um, um, well, I have I have one question. Um, how do you feel like the DJ game has changed in an aspect, like as far as the politics behind it, more so than ever? Um, I don't know. I've never, you know, there's a lot of things that people uh, go through or claim that they go through or, or highlight uh, as, as difficult sticking points for them to move forward. I just never... Um, I don't know, man, maybe it's naive or maybe I just don't recognize like bullshit. Right. So if like something's in the way or there's some politics, I don't even look like, man, these man, these people are hating on me or they're stopping me from doing this. I just realize, OK, that's not working. How do I make it work? And I just keep going. So I've never been a victim of politics or hate in the sense that it's disabled me or in, or, uh, uh, you know, 
handicap me from moving forward to what my goals were in the first place. So, you know, I even talk about in the book, I, I, I might have even been naive to the fact that this potential I might not win. You know what I mean? But like, I don't even think that way. I just think like, this is not a goal that I've ever made my entire life that I haven't accomplished. And I continue right. to do that. And, it, and it's because, um, and I don't mean that in a way like, man, you just got to go for the gusto. I mean it like, if you don't even recognize like that you actually could lose or that this can't happen, it's not even part of the plan. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, I'm just going to get there. If I'm going to the store, it's like if you're a soldier in war, we have to get over there. Boom, shot in the leg. Doesn't matter. Still got to get there. Boom, fell down and tripped in the mud. Still got to get there. Boom. You just got to fucking go. You don't you sit go. there and say, I got a bullet in my leg. Or I'm all dirty now from this mud. Or yo, I didn't know that the enemy was over there. Or yo, people on my team aren't carrying me. Nah. If you just think like, I got to get there by any means necessary, you just fucking do it. And like, you don't really have things in your way that stop you when you have that kind of mentality. Yeah. And also we had the music conference with MPT Wax, shout out to them. And you were speaking to everybody about how you just like, if you notice one DJ doing one thing, what is he not doing? I'm going right. to go that because I don't want to be the next him. I want to be me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. So you're referring to when I said most people, when they're trying to get to the top, they look at other people that are already there and they try to emulate them. Uh, the yeah. way that I was able to succeed is I looked at the, the best in the game um, and I looked at what they were not doing right or what they were totally ignoring. And that's what I would focus on. And that's how I won. And that, that goes in any industry. And like, I, I'm curious to know what you mean by politics uh, with, with DJ. Like, like what are the politics well, that you're encountering? Politics meaning as far as um, with the, uh, the coming up of DJs, like supporting each other. And other DJs just wanting to pick up people for their benefit. You understand, like how it, how picking somebody up as a DJ benefits them, opposed to the talent of the DJ. Like, let's say, let's say, if I wanted to get into a uh, a DJ crew or whatever the case may be, by them only picking up a person that has lesser talent or lesser accomplishments, just for a gain of, oh well, I can get on. We, I can get, we can get this show or we can get on the show or we can get on the station right. and the DJ probably is not even a DJ in itself on that station just has a pull within the network. You understand right. what I'm saying? Yeah. But so, so see what you, what, what you just did well, is what you just illustrated was somebody that put themselves in a position of power or given themselves value so that they can move forward and get into those situations. And it's usually the people that um, weren't clever enough to figure out the game or figure out what value they need to add to themselves and just think, but I'm dope. Or just think like, I should be a part of that because I'm dope. Well, first of all, that's subjective. You think you're dope, right? And second of all, part of being dope is putting yourself into a position of power or of value that people do see it. Cause I know what you're talking about. There are DJ crews that, oh, we're gonna put this guy down cause he's on this station. And if we get him part of our crew, then that means we can, when we're helping record labels get a song played, we can say our guy that's in our crew can play a record. Well, guess what? That was smart of that dude to put himself in a position to wanna be picked up. And that goes with any business, man. Like why would somebody pick you up on a baseball team unless you were a good enough baseball player or you could add value to the team? Why would somebody pick you for any industry, you know, it's really about focusing on you. You don't rely on other people. And by the way, talent most of the time is like the least important thing. You know that's, what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? That, it's like, it's the business. It's 10% talent and 90% the business that goes behind it. I just, I just fortunately enough was dope as shit 
and I was dope as shit at business. So I focused on just being a killer at my, at my skill, but I also knew the games, the politics. I already, I knew what I would have to endure and I never let, I never sweat it. I never worried about it. And I never thought of like haters as a roadblock. It's merely a speed bump. And what is a speed bump? It doesn't stop you from getting to your destination. You just slow yep. down for a second and then you yep. just fucking speed up again. You know what I mean? yeah. So that's how you got to look at shit like that. So, well, and so to give, so let's say I'm giving you advice. Let's just say you're the one that's mad that didn't get picked for something <laughs> and somebody else did, right? I would say to you, well, then now you just figured out the recipe. What do you have to do to, to get part of something that you want to be a part of? Well, you just seen what this guy did. So now you know. So now figure out a different value add that you can bring on um, that can now, when you come into that crew, you're bringing this with you, right? So like, yeah. look at, you're, you're playing pickup basketball, right? When you sit there and you guys are picking teams, right? How do you pick it? Ah, this dude got good dribble. This dude can dunk. This dude's a good shooter, right? What is your fucking skill? When that team is like, yo, I want to bring him in, or you're like, yo, can I be in? It's like, all right, well, what are you going to do? If we pick you on our top five, are you going to help us win this game? You know what I mean? So that's what you really got to focus on yourself, not those people that didn't focus on you the way you wanted them to. Well, don't worry, Quinn. I'm going to give him this copy right <laughs> after I'm done so he can learn all the tricks and everything that you were speaking about. Right. And um, I know you've, of course, used all of this thing, these things that you've spoken in this book to even get you to a place where now you're in the gaming world. So can you tell me exactly how that came about and what exactly you're doing with the gaming world industry right now? Yeah, sure. Um, I, I think I feel bad that my wife is just sitting here like, like an <laughs> ornament. No, uh, I, just, I was just to ready to stop her and say, listen, we need to talk to the star. We, 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 got we need to talk lot. to the star. So, so it's funny. You should ask me the question and then ask her to interpret my answer no. from her. <laughs> so, so is, what are you saying? Full of shit or what do you think? Right? So anyways, um, so, uh, with gaming. Yeah. So I, 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 about three and a half, four years ago, I got into the gaming space. Um, and I helped a turn a company from zero valuation to 300 million in valuation. Um, they're called phase clan. And when they started, they were just a bunch of popular kids online. We came in and built the infrastructure, uh, the business model and everything about that. So we brought in all the big celebrities, the big brands. We raised the $40 million. I brought in everyone from Offset to Sway Lee to Pitbull, Yogati, DJ Paul, Ray J, Troy Carter, all these people into the gaming space uh, and, and over there. Um, so uh, we built that. And then I realized that... Um, you know, the gaming space, the gaming made $180 billion this year. It makes more money than music and movies combined. Uh, yeah. So while I, was, while I was doing it, uh, without trying to throw anybody under the bus, I just realized uh, that there was a real lack of diversity. And, um, you know, the gaming space was really like, I don't know, there was a lot of sexism going on. There was a lot of like misogyny. There was, it just was, it just wasn't what I grew up doing. Look, my whole career has been built off black culture, right? So like when it comes to like diversity, it's not even something that I have to think about. It's just in my DNA, right? So mm -hmm. like when I'm part of a company and I can, it's noticeable to me, then, then that's a problem, right? So, cause like, I just, I don't even, I don't have to say, okay, do I got enough white? Do I got enough black? Do I got enough girls? Do I got enough? I don't think even, it's just, that's what my, my universe looks like normally, right? So when I'm in a company or a space that feels like, man, this doesn't feel like the kind of like 
world I want to be a part of, or, or it doesn't feel like the world I know, you know what I mean, that I'm used to, it makes me a little uncomfortable. Um, so I realized there was a, a real big lack of diversity. And then even in that space, when I was bringing my rapper friends into that space, I felt like they weren't getting treated with the respect uh, and the love for the value that they were bringing. I almost felt like they were getting used, you know what I mean? And then I was being used to bring my friends in who then got used, you know what I'm saying? So um, I wanted to go start something that was reflective of who I am as a person and what I think, you know, the world is and what gaming is. And so uh, I've, I've, I've helped lead the charge of intersecting music uh, and gaming in the whole culture of all that, which includes fashion and traditional sports and everything combined. Um, and then I started a new lifestyle gaming brand called Xset, rep the set, if you're familiar. Yeah, I saw uh, that. So we are the fastest growing esports and gaming lifestyle brand and the most diverse. Uh, we signed Sway Lee, Nigel Sylvester. Um, uh, there's a bunch of other names I can't say yet because we haven't okay. announced it, but like culturally, really big culturally relevant names and brands that I'll be announcing soon that will literally make us, you know, the most respected and reputable recognized brand, at least in the world that I'm a part of, which is kind of like hip hop and, and music and fashion and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. I'm excited about the new announcements coming out and I'm excited to be able to bring, um, my diverse experiences throughout my career into a space that is just wide open to like, you know, integrate things that it, it never recognized that it should integrate. Uh, yeah. and, and we're doing a great job at that right now. Cool. Well, and by the way, those that are, those that are watching, if you want to follow the hottest new esports and gaming lifestyle brand, follow at Xset on Instagram at Xset. We're building the world's greatest culture club. That's basically the way that I can describe it. That's Definitely. Dope. That's before, very dope. Before you get out of here, you're going to tell everybody everything about the book and everywhere to get anything that you have got going on, the site, the book, and of course, to follow you. Um, of course, I want to get your wife involved. Hello, Juliana. Hello. Um, relationship talk. It of is course. him and her talk. <laughs> and um, do you find that... Well, 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 well before, before you get into the relationship, let her, we need her to introduce herself. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, this, wait, this is going to be awesome. I can't wait to see this. What do you yeah. mean? Hey, Juliana Sparks, can you uh, tell the audience a little bit about yourself? We'd love even, to. I don't even know. She's new to this. She, so you know what she needs to do? You know what she needs to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a mother, a new mother, relatively new. My daughter's almost two. Um, and you got a son that's 16. Hello. That's right. Nice. Um, Congrats. <laughs> um, I run all of Clinton's businesses, so I'm the COO of what I like to call Clinton Sparks. Um, yes. Hello. And that's a relatively new thing. I feel like... Um, By the way, that if COO in this stands for complaining... No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> so. no, it's not. I only <laughs> complain because he's never on time for anything. Okay. So I just got to be on him. Um, he my favorite part. My favorite part. I got to be <laughs> on him. Um, but that's kind of like a relatively new thing. I transitioned into, you know, working with him full time, like I want to say a year ago, um, you know, right when he started doing the book stuff and the course and the Twitch and all of that. So kind of transitioned myself into more of that kind of position and running all of that. Um, but she has experience with doing that because she's ran other guys' companies before in the past and she actually still runs another guy's 
operation as well. So I was like, man, you know what you're doing? I need someone to help me and I'd rather have someone I trust and also someone that the money just keeps coming back to our house. Yeah, it just course. makes so, sense. Of course, that right. makes all sense. It's and funny because... I'm sorry. I, it's funny because I've always kind of been a hustler. Like I, I've, I actually met Clinton in Boston. I was bartending. So I've always had nah. multiple jobs. And that's kind of, I think, where we, when we met, we were very like-minded in that sense because, you know, I yeah. worked at the Federal Reserve as a project manager. And then I'd bartend six nights a week at nightclubs. Mm -hmm. So like it was always just in my DNA to kind of work and get money from all different, you and know. And then places. had your online clothing e-commerce. Right. So that's another thing I do. I have my online um, clothing line called Boutte, um, BoutteBrand.com. It's a women's um, butt lifting anti-cellulite athleisure line. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> it, and by the way, Boutte, Boutte is B-O-O-T-E. Of course. Boutte. <laughs> yeah. BoutteBrand.com, right? Yeah. BoutteBrand.com. Yeah, so I, I, run, I run my own, um, my own clothing line as well. So super busy being a mom, running a business, running his businesses. So yeah, that's amazing. And, and making dinner, which is which is an awesome cook. That's congratulations. You're doing it. That's thank awesome. You. And from what Clinton says, this is you're the best at it. So thank you. Thank you. So did you have a question for her or did you just want her to talk about herself? Yeah, we have relationship time. Uh, hold on. My son, my son wanted to come in here a minute. Oh. How old is your son? He is 17 months. Oh, so. wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just he just ran in here real quick, busted the door, just slammed it against the wall. He yeah. doesn't look for us unless when we're recording. That's when he comes looking for us. Of course. Right, right. Totally. That's like but for her. She doesn't yeah. want to hang out with me unless I'm busy. Then it's like, oh my God, did you hear what happened? I was like, no, I didn't hear, don't oh want to God. hear, I'm busy. What what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so for relationship talk, I know our industry that we're in, music industry, is always stereotypical, labeled as unfaithful. But you guys have a successful marriage, relationship, business together. What what type of attributes are are process do you guys go through to help your your marriage be so successful um well i'm going to speak to that it's funny because uh when i met clinton obviously me being in nightlife in the industry and you know knowing dj seeing dj seeing athletes i've been a part of it all i've seen it all mm -hmm. um so that was a problem for me initially when i first met him i was like oh i never dated dj like that was just the, right off the bat i thought that um, and then as I got to know him, he was different and it wasn't like, you know, the typical different that like guys typically just spit game at you and try, Oh no, but you know, I'm different or whatever, but it, it was, he was actually different. And I think for, for me, one of the best things, and I guess I'm just lucky is he doesn't drink alcohol. Oh. He's, he's never drank alcohol. And I know alcohol is a big component in problems and going out and people get crazy and bad decisions are made. So for us, that has been, that's been awesome. Um, yeah. But on top of him just not drinking alcohol, he's just a really loyal um, person and really family oriented. And I think for him, hurting his family is paramount to him. So any decision that he's going to make that's going to potentially jeopardize his family is not important to him. Enough to, you know, make a bad decision. Exactly. So, can, can, you, can you hit the drop, please? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the Gibson. 
even more, 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 and we need more. We need more actual men to have their women speak about them like this. Yes. Well, no, we, we need more men to actually do the things that makes a woman yeah. want to speak mm-hmm. about them like that. Yeah, because, that makes yeah. them make them want to. You know, it, it, I take them. I take being a good man and an honest man and a a loyal, faithful husband and a good dad serious. Like she said, like that's yeah. that's my priority. And since I was a kid, my two biggest goals in life were to just be a great dad and make people happy. So I don't, I would never ruin like, look at the way that I look at it is like when people was like, uh, why don't you cheat or da 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 stuff like that. It's like, cause I never want to look at my son's face and him say, dad, you ruined our family. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, and so my son's unhappiness or my family falling apart isn't worth no ass. You know no. what I mean? So, I mean, plus when you have a fine ass, why would yeah. you even like you know I mean? <laughs> just go find the yeah. finest ass and then just marry it? And so I was doing a show in Boston and I was about to leave because I don't I don't drink and hang out in the VIP and stuff. I just usually do my show, say what's up to people, take some pictures and I'm out. Uh, this night there was a shooting uh, outside. Um, wow. Yes, I'm a hip hop DJ. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so um. So yeah, they were like, Clinton, can you stay inside the club? Will everything get sorted out outside? Da, da, this, this, and that. I'm fucking like, yeah, all right, whatever. So we're hanging out. I'm there with like the people cleaning up and some bouncers and a couple of my boys. And then um, I had walked by the bar and she smiled at me. And I stopped and I was like, holy crap, I swear to God, I'm not hitting on you. But you have the greatest smile I've ever seen in my life. And I promise I'm not hitting on you. I just know if something was dope with me, I'd want someone to tell me. And yeah. then, uh, so she just smiled da, 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 this, and that was that. And then I think she said, um, can I get you a drink? And I was like, do you guys have tea? And she was <laughs> like, she was like, this is a bar. We don't have tea. And I was like, oh, well, I thought it was a kitchen too with a restaurant. So I figured maybe you'd have tea in the kitchen. She's like, actually, let me go check. So she comes back up with a cup of hot water. She's like, we have hot water, but no tea bag. And I said, no problem. Reached in and pulled out my own tea bag. And wow. <laughs> And then she was like, who so carries I... tea bags? And I was like, gentlemen. <laughs> and then so, gentlemen. So, I had, <laughs> so, so I had my tea and that was that. Um, so then like, you know, obviously like she was like trying to show me what she's working with, came Such around the life. bar and stood in the doorway a little bit and Never yeah, totally trying to get my eye. And I'm just like, ah, oh, look at this girl. Right. So anyways, uh, so then what ended up happening was a buddy of mine must've seen our interaction. And like, there's always, you always have like, you know, he was like my assistant. And he was always trying to get like points with me. And I don't know why, but uh, apparently, and I found this out, obviously in hindsight, we got together. He was going to her saying, yeah, Clinton really want, really likes you. He wants you to come to breakfast. You know, you want to come with us. And by the way, I never said that, nor would I have ah. someone do that. If I wanted to go somewhere with her, I would have asked myself, but I was married at the time. So I would never ask some other random girl to come to breakfast with me, right? So um, what ends up happening is she goes, well, give me his number then. Uh, so he gave her that number. So I ended up getting home that night and I, I just laid in bed and then I got a text and a text was the picture of the empty teacup on the bar. And she was like, oh, you're just going to leave a mess here for me. And, and then I was like, oh, that was super slick. <laughs> so then, and then, so that was that really. And then it was just kind of like, Hey, good to meet you. Maybe I'll see you next time in Boston. And she was like, yeah, I'll check you later. And then, and then I think I said, Hey, what's your IG name? And then she never gave it to me. Um, <laughs> And, I, and she didn't give it to me because she was with a guy. So she was just like, damn, I don't want her to see me all up on this you dude. You were married. Right? Why and are you asking me for my IG? That's not why. So look at her. Now she's trying to be cool about it. <laughs> but the fact is, she didn't want me to see that she was with some, you know, other guy. 
Um, just so, every couple has two versions of what really happened. So, oh, of course is, they do. Isn't that true? Well, yeah, that's that's pretty much the version of events, but. Get familiar. All right, man, do not ever question me, LP. All right, I am a man of facts, all right? So, uh, so, so then what ends up happening is that's it. Never think about her again. Pretty much a year goes by. The next summer, back to when I bought a bar, she shows up with her boyfriend because they just happened to be out. And they're like, oh, let's go check out this new bar. And then me and her kind of run into each other. And I was like, oh, the girl with the smile, right? And then, uh, and then I just, I got, I don't know why. I never get nervous. But I got nervous and just kind of like shrunk and walked away, right? And then, uh, so then her boyfriend's there. And I know he happened to be a part owner in some bars or something. So me and him are talking. And my bar was on the uh, Boston Harbor. So it's right on the water. So we're walking down a pier. And I'm like asking like, hey, man, how do you do this? Or what do you think about that? And then um, I was like, man, I'm really looking for a bartender. And I had heard that the girl from Naga is like one of the best bartenders in Boston. And it was the girl that I remember from last year, but I didn't know her name. I didn't remember. So um, he was like, yo, my girl's a bartender. How about her? And I was like, oh, really? So he calls her over. And then I was like, yo, would you want to bartend here on like Thursdays and Sundays? And she was like, yeah. I was like, starting like this week? She was like, yeah. And like, then that was that. And then there's a whole drawn out story of like how we fell in love and, and whatnot. But like, that's pretty much how we met, and that guy probably kicks himself in the balls, like yeah. every time he sees her on the internet. Or so I'm like, God damn it, why did I introduce her? But um, uh, well, yeah. So that's what happened. Yeah, it's you. Just guys send him a thank you card. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, you know. Funny side note is oh, that Lord. is that uh, I ran into him at, at a at a grocery store one day, and uh, you know, I had heard something from somebody, and I was with my son shopping. And I was like, I seen him at the checkout. I was like, oh, that's that dude. So I was like, hey, dude, to my son. I'm like, hey, just stand here for a minute, man. See if you want to get some cookies or something. I'll be right back. Right. And he's like, what are you doing, dad? I was like, just chill out. Wait here. I'll be right back. So I walk over to him and I walk up next to him and I kind of like bump into him a little bit. And he looks at me and I was like, hey, what's up, dude? And he goes, oh, hey, what's up, Glenn? And I was like, hey, man, I just want to make sure that you and I ain't got no problems. Right. And he was like, no, why are you? Just making sure, bro. Just making sure I don't need you to be drunk with your friends out one night and try to be a tough guy. So if you have a problem, just let me know right now so we can discuss it. He's like, no, nah, everything's all good. And that was that. And so, you know, that, that's another thing a man does. You just go confront it and make yeah. sure. And, uh, you, don't, you don't go talk shit with your friends like, yo, fuck that dude. And you go see him and try to be a tough guy. Like, you never you know, address wanna, it. You never want to be somewhere and that person is with two or three other guys in a, in an alcoholic state or high or whatever the case you want to put yeah, it. Look, it may, it may, it may have never happened. And it's to me, it's, he seems like he was a good guy. Right. But I just wanted to make sure that everything yeah. was cool. Right. As you should. Yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely. That's, That's a That's beautiful story. And no, 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 no. The beautiful story is if you hear the whole thing, but you don't want to do your whole podcast. Yeah, you don't want about to hear those. Our, It'll be an hour. But it, it will be an hour, but it's literally a movie. Like people like that hear our story say, oh my God, this is like straight out of a movie. Um, but yeah, so that's... Constantly posting your family and the good moments and stuff like that. So it's it's good because you, you let people into your personal side and see what a family man you really are, you know? Well, I don't yeah. do it. I don't do it with the intention of like, look at the family man I am. I do it because I'm proud and yeah. I'm excited and it's a part of my life. And and I also know like most people spend their time showing like, here's the cool shit I'm doing. Here's why I'm like a, a boss and you should, you should sweat me or here's how much money I have and that, a lot of stuff like that. And it's like, I'm a fan of letting people know like, 
No, I was sexually abused. No, I was a loser when I was young. No, I committed a lot of crimes that I'm not proud of. You know, this is like, I don't mind sharing those things because that's what makes somebody real. And in order for people to trust you or believe in you or relate to you, then they got to know, like, you go through the same shit that they go through. And look, and, and the aspirational part is, damn, he went through that shit too. And look what the fuck he's doing now. So really, that's why I do it is so people can say, I relate to this dude and we've been through some of the same things. If he was able to pull through it and his shit might have even been worse than mine, then fuck, man. Like, what am I doing on my ass? Like, I need to get my shit together. I yes. never I never used to I never used to uh, post anything about females or me being involved or anything until we got together. Uh. And. Like so many, yeah, so many exes used to text me or or DM me after I post a pic. Oh, you never post a picture. This is a different situation. Right, right. This is this is this is bigger than your ex. Yeah. So well, well uh, I used to I used to keep it a secret, not not because um for no other reason other than a just privacy, right? Yeah. Um, so like you never even knew I had a family before me and her met. In fact, she's the one that was like I, she encouraged me to post pictures of, of our love because of it's relatable and it's real and it's a real part of your life. And, and I used to be like, man, I think that's cheesy, dude. Like, when da, 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 like this is that <laughs> and this is that. And I didn't, I didn't like it at first. Um, and I had to get used to it a little bit because I used, to, I used to keep them very separate because I always treated Clinton Sparks as like the brand and the company, not me, the person. Uh, so when I would post it, I was literally doing what was good for business. Yeah. Um, and now we live in a world that not saying I post it cause it's good for business, but now your being is your business. Is your business. Yeah. And so, you know, people buy into people and if they don't know who you are as a person, then they're not going to really value or, or relate to what you're selling as a product. Right. Um, so I think I've done a, a good enough job throughout my career, uh, to have enough credibility and respect for what I've done with my talent. And then look, by the way, it was also, I never talked about like, you know, when I was a criminal when I was young, I never talked about being molested when I was young. I never, I never did that, those things either. And by the way, you know, a white dude coming up in hip hop that was New York and black and I'm white from Boston, right? I, I could have got some stripes if I started talking about, oh, I used to stick people up, man. I used to rob cars, I used to break in houses and that out people like, oh, this motherfucker's real, right? But like, I, I thought it was real whack. So like, I wasn't proud to tell people that I did shit like that. And I know for a fact people would have like, I would have got more street cred if I yeah. shared those things. But like, I didn't want to, because in my opinion, I did it for survival and I wasn't proud of it. So I didn't want to brag about it. You know, I want you to like me just because I'm fucking dope and my talent is dope, not because of some dumb shit I did over here. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, we really appreciate you, Clinton, for joining us, especially Juliana bringing the wifey through. For Thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, by the way, I fell in love with her because I was like, oh shit. Let me tell you the one quick story. What made me say, yep, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to pursue this is when, uh, we just kind of met and I was, I had a tour over like Bali and Asia, like a bunch of places. And I was going by myself and she was at a point where she was like, ah, she didn't really want to be with her guy anymore. And no, they were, I had broke up with him already. Oh, she had broke up with him already. However, they still had a trip on the books to go Ooh. together. Right. So they <laughs> were Greece. They, they were gonna go to Greece, which is like her dream spot, right? So she was torn, like, damn, I really want to go to Greece, 
I, maybe I could go as his as friend, but I know he wants more out of it. In fact, I think he's going to ask me to marry him in Greece. So <laughs> she was like, fuck, I can't put myself in that predicament. So I was like, well, I'm going to Asia for two weeks. You can always roll with me if you want. And I just kind of tossed it out there, right? And you guys know, you could say that to almost 99% of girls. They're like, hell yeah, you buy me a ticket, I'm going. I'm right? going. Right? But here's what made me fuck with her. I just threw that out there. And then she called me a couple of days later and was like, yo, what's your flight number and stuff for, for going to the thing? And I gave it to her. And like 30 minutes later, she hit me back. She's like, all right, cool. I bought my ticket. I was like, <laughs> Yo. Yo. I was like, what? I was, yeah. I was like, she wanted to come and she bought her own ticket. So yeah, that's why I was like, and, and then like, I knew what she, how, how her hustle was, at, you know, work, working wise. And I was like, I need somebody that, that matches my hustle. I can't like, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want something I'm going to carry. You know what I mean? Yeah, of yeah. course. She like with with LP, she said uh that she knew I was a keeper when I I left a car accident. Oh yeah. <laughs> to come see her do a set at a spot in the city. Yeah, yeah. like she took a cab to me, but on the way, like a couple blocks from my the gig that I had. He got into a whole car accident. He probably could have probably did a, a crazy lawsuit. Yeah, I, I, yeah, City yeah. Cab. Lawsuit would have been crazy. <laughs> and he was like, I got in an accident. So I'm like, oh, yeah, he's not going to make it now because you just got in an accident. Right. Then a couple of minutes later, he texts me like, but I'm still on my way. I'm like, what? Yeah, oh. I'll see you in a minute. I okay. left the cab. I told the cab. I said, yo, listen, bro, I got to go. Yeah, I got no time. Freeze. And still made it. I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, we totally got to make out later now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you cleared that up because I thought you meant he was part of a hit and run. No, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, was I, was in, I was in a cab. I just, left a, I just left a spot that I was doing. So I was just like, all right, cool. Let me just go check her. And she happened to be in the city. So I was like, all right. So I took a cab. Then the cab got into an accident. Well, it was a, another pedestrian's um lady's fault but the cab got into an accident long story short i hit my knee like i messed up my knee my knee is messed up to this day <laughs> and i said nah do i do i sit here wait for this ambulance or do i go see her said, and he really still I said, came nah, I'm out. let me go see her. i said i can walk i'm good it was like three four blocks away so i was like i, I can make it i'm good bumped in a bus though on the way like hey what's up hey, hey. you know like but it was cool it was cool it was cool. I, I had to, I don't know what made me because I'm money. Like that, that's a check. <laughs> Anybody knows. If you get in an, an accident, accident in a New York city cab, you're definitely going to get paid. something. You got to go to therapy. <laughs> you can walk away with a good 80, Probably, but yeah. I said, no, I, I, don't know. I don't know about 80. Yeah. yeah depends. 80,000. Yes. Yeah. In a New York city cab. Yeah. New York yeah. city cab. It's not there. So basically you telling me LP's only worth eighty thousand dollars? <laughs> nah. Nah, I left the eighty. He's worth way more. I left the eighty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh I'm uh, hiring Clinton. <laughs> That's nice. I don't know. I don't know if I would have came to watch you bartend. Thank you. Instead of eighty thousand dollars. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna just have to check your next show. And guess what? I'm gonna over tip you because I got this eighty thousand dollar check. <laughs> I, it was, it was, I don't know it was just something it was just something yeah. like yeah. something like even on the meetup like when we first met it was just something so it was just like that's something we gotta we gotta get in touch with that cab driver because there's got to be more to the story like he caused the accident so he's just like, not I'm just gonna skate <laughs> not he didn't cause the accident actually some lady was driving and she went the wrong way on a one-way yeah. so her trying to come back hit the oh, car yeah. 
right, right. Like totally she was, and, and it wasn't her car. She was drunk. So right. it was just that was that was that was some money there. Only in yeah. New York City. <laughs> he's 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 answering like I'm like I'm being serious about it. I'm, I'm, totally, I'm totally fucking what you did. Like you distracted the cab driver. <laughs> well, again, thank you so much for joining us, Clinton. Yeah, definitely. Please, um, Juliana, if you could tell everybody about your brand, and Clinton, if you could tell everybody where to find all the books, the the gaming, everything. Well, my brand is Boutte, BooteeBrand.com, Boutte, B-O-O-T-E, Brand.com. Um, You're familiar. Boutte. <laughs> um see that's how couples pull together i pull up the that's graphics right. that's right women's um butt lifting anti-cellulite um, compression yeah nice uh, athleisure wear leggings tops the whole thing anti-transparency no sweat you don't see no cracks yeah oh okay i'm going to definitely check it out and and tell everybody where to follow you the the book the, uh, the you can get my new book for free it is free winbiginmusic.com i'm sure the link will be down below winbiginmusic.com this is the book you need if you're trying to win big in the music business or any business you need this book it's really short it's a quick read if you don't like to read it don't matter it's an easy read so you can go to winbiginmusic.com or you can just follow me at clinton sparks and all, all my links are in my bio at clinton sparks on instagram uh and then i also have the biggest music and business show on twitch right now we just passed 3.5 million in audience this week uh so you know we always have big people on there giving out game, teaching lessons, telling their stories where you can pull from their antidotes and lessons they learned uh, on your journey to winning big. So yeah, you can go there too. But all the links are in my bio at Clinton Sparks. Uh, or if you just want to get familiar with me, clintonsparks.com. And Mondays, your show is? Win Big with Clinton Sparks on win Twitch. That's what I was right. talking about. Yep. Definitely. Win Big with Clinton Sparks. And if you're a new artist trying to get your music heard nationwide, I built the nation's first hip-hop radio station where you could upload your music and get in rotation right next to the biggest artists in the world, like the Baby, Migos, everybody else, and you go to GetFamiliarRadio.com. Or again, if you can't remember all these .coms, all the links are in my bio at Clinton Sparks on Instagram. Yes. Can I get a yeah. drop of time? Greatly appreciate you guys for pulling up on us. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. You have a great day and appreciate you. Thank Once you. Again. Best of luck with you guys. Stay in love. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Yes, thank you again, Clint Sparks, for joining us. And of course, beautiful wife, Juliana Sparks. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you. Thank uh, you very make much. Make sure you follow her line as well. Boutte. B-O-O-T-E. <laughs> she has amazing um, leggings and workout gear, so you can definitely check that out. And of course, duh, follow Clinton Sparks and get that book. I've been reading it, and I swear to God, it's so motivational, and I haven't even finished it yet. So, so what? Motivational. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to make sure I think it's good. Sound like you said, but what is it, Yeah. But no, definitely, you. Yeah, as you should. <laughs> uh, but you know, definitely, uh, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Yeah. Um, you definitely can follow us at Him and Her DJ on Instagram. Follow yeah. the YouTube Him and Her TV. You know, all one the, word. All him one word. TV. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Yeah. You know, um, put your notifications on it so you know we let so you can be notified when we upload new shows, yeah. new content. Um, other than that, follow me at DJ Trey Nice on Instagram, on Facebook, on 
SoundCloud, uh, Mixcloud, um, and definitely lock in with me each and every Saturday night, 7 p.m., the Saturday Night Lock-In with DJ Trey Nice on Hip Hop Weekly um, Radio, and, you know, vibe with me. I'm, I'm This week, uh, yesterday I just did one. I'm doing it for the ladies for the next two weeks, you know? Yeah. Well, definitely. And also, you catch me every Wednesday, Woman Crush Wednesday's mix, 11 p.m. to 12 a.m. So make sure you tune in, Hip Hop Weekly Radio. Shout out everybody tuning in right now on Hip Hop Weekly Radio. Got the app or on uh, the Google App Store. Sorry, I'm not an Android user. <laughs> um, but we will be back for a special, special Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day edition. edition with. Yes, we have another DJ couple with us, so make sure you tune in. It is a couple of DJs, which is our good friends, DJ Qlin. I'm DJ Mr. Famous. Shout out to the Union DJs. They will definitely be in the building next week. And it's getting spicy. I think we argued, we reminisced, it got spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we debated. We, it, was like, a, it was good conversation. It was definitely good. So I think you should definitely, definitely tune in. Each and every Sunday, 11 p.m. Eastern Time, right here, him and her talk. Peace. Peace out, people.